Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Having a big day out at Los Cucos. A lot of things happening right now. And, uh, we're joined by Mike Leslie from Channel 8 in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. And, uh, Mike, uh, uh, I just want to say happy Cinco de Mayo to you. And uh, I don't know if you found a patio uh, somewhere. Yeah, but this is a nice day. And I found a place down here in Central Texas that I with some tremendous beef fajitas and have uh, have enjoyed myself. The sun's finally starting to peak out. We had some floods in the Dallas area earlier today. Mike, now you have you had a project this past week. Now this was really enterprising, and there, this was so important that you teamed up with John Mashota from the Athletic. I mean, this is uh, ha- first of all, have you had to do something like this before, where you you took a photograph and and had to have it like you know. Uh, <laughs> basically times whatever times a hundred had to have the clarity have you ever had to do anything like this or was this your first investigation where you had to do an enlargement so to speak (laughs) yeah listen it it was it was a bizarre way that this all came together um and obviously you're talking about jerry's draft board i mean when when he posted Mm -hmm. that when he showed that to everybody that uh I believe that would have been Thursday night of the NFL draft, right after the first round, right after the Cowboys had just taken Tyler Smith. And Clarence Hill from the Star-Telegram asked him about, uh, you know, where they had Tyler Smith rated in in, in relation to Tyler Linderbaum and some of the other offensive linemen that were taken in the first round, Kenyon Green from A&M. And Jerry said, listen, I had them both rated below Tyler Smith. We had them both rated below Tyler Smith. He holds up his draft board, and not just for a moment or two, for a good several seconds, and showed it off to the world, moved it in front of the microphone. Can you see that? And meanwhile, Stephen Jones is half laughing, but also, I think, somewhat seriously saying, Matt put that paper we- down. So we, you know, blew it up. I, I literally took it and, and screencast it to my 75-inch television and took a picture of it from there. And it still was grainy as could be. But credit to John Machota and the team over the Atlanta Ken Garrison, I think, was pretty involved in the project as well. They took that image and then analyzed it to the extreme and came up with 34 of the 39 names on the list. So they, they did. Uh, I wish I had had the time to do that myself, but the Mavs have kept us a little busy. So, uh Kudos to them for taking it and running. You know, I could see, like, Rebecca Lopez over at Channel 8 trying to get you involved in some of the uh, solving some crimes. Maybe the DPD will uh, call on you. And a part of it, it, it helps to be sort of like you're wired to, to, to do the TV stuff. And then, of course, you let the guys zero in on it. Now, when you started, when you finally got to the point, because I know there probably was a, a, a time you're like, nah, this is too grainy. We're not going to be able to do this. And then all of a sudden they started figuring it out. What was the, of, of all those, first of all, Jerry ended up being right. I think a lot of times we say, okay, he's just saying that. But he held it up. Yeah. We held his feet to the fire. 
and it turns out he was right. I mean, now we'll see if they had him too high on their board. Were there any of those, as you started going through the 1 through 30, I think the first 34 you all had out of 39 that you could see, what were the ones that, like, surprised everyone the most, like the order that they had? Was there any, were there any names where, um, I'm just trying to think back through it because I was kind of studying it, but what did you, what, which one kind of, was it Tyler Smith or was it like, were there a couple of other names that really surprised you where they ended up on the Cowboys board? Yeah, I think the three big takeaways for me, first of all, the fact that the Cowboys had Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal as their number one and number two mm. players on their draft board. And those are the two players that the New York Giants selected at five and seven in the draft. That's going <laughs> to be discussed, I'm sure, quite a bit over the coming years. That was definitely something that stuck out. Two being exactly what you said about Jerry was actually being completely honest when he said that they had Tyler Smith rated above uh uh, the, uh, I said his name just moments ago, and now it's escaping me. The, the oh, Kenyon Kenyon uh, Green. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Kenyon Green yeah. And, uh, and Tyler Lickerbie. and Zion Johnson. He said yeah. that they had him and Zion Johnson. Yes, um, he said that they had Smith rated above them, and sure enough, they actually did. And then the other thing that I noticed is the only other player that was on the Cowboys draft board above Tyler Smith when they made the selection of him was a safety a position that they have year after year after year after year elected oh, to believe yeah. that it is not as valuable a position as other positions around the football field. They just have not prioritized safety in any way, shape, or form. And here's another example of it where they had Lewis, uh, I believe it's signed, is the, how you pronounce his last name, uh, they had him rated mm-hmm. above Smith on their board. Obviously, left guard was a substantial position of need and Jones won't call it a must, but I think everybody else would. That jives pretty well with they had two guys, the top two guys yeah. in the draft board. One of them was a guy who could play left guard for you. It made sense based I, on I, if that's I, what I, they had the draft board rated as. That made sense. I, I, you know, I agree with you on the the safety thing is fascinating that they thought that highly of him. But they always love talking about, oh, we picked the best player. We picked the best player. But that position right. is just, it's like, it's just they've taken a firm stance. Like, if Kyle Hamilton had have slipped all the way down to number 24, do they stop it because he's such a great player? Or do they stick with uh, what they ended up doing and going with the tackle? We will never know. Talking to Mike Leslie from Channel 8, does a nice job reporting uh, and, and also anchoring for uh, Channel 8. And, uh, Mike, you can't let Joe have all the MC duties. I saw him recently at the Arboretum <laughs> with Tim Brown. So make sure you get your fair share. Dell Dell was, uh, you know, had a long run as an MC. So, you know, make sure you get your fair share. I know you are uh, in, uh, in enjoying some yeah. of that. Now, part of what makes this so funny uh, is – is the fact that the Cowboys have been known to unintentionally, and I did something on on draft day. I always put a tweet out that I had to make it an obvious joke because one year I made a I, what I thought was a joke, and I it Bleacher Report and Sports Illustrated and others ran with it as truth, and it was just a Mosley joke. Mm-hmm. So this year, I tried to make it very obvious that the Cowboys would accidentally be leaking their board. Now, this time it wasn't accidental, though. This was Jerry holding his board up. But as you remember, because I think you were already in the Dallas area, like going back to even 2010, 2011, 
Mike, they mm-hmm. they tend to accidentally share their board with everyone. So I just felt like yeah, this kind of went along with it. Now, times is, yeah. <laughs> the fact that they've had this type of thing happen multiple times. Now, the times in the past, it wasn't Jerry doing it. It was their uh, their in-house media team posted, you know, clips of video with Jerry standing in front of the, the draft board and just like what happened with it. Cause I mean, before Machota and Ken Garrison even got a hold of it, it was uh, uh, the account Cowboys stats and graphics. They, they are the ones who started all of this by posting a tweet, uh, whatever that was two days ago, three days ago, kind of lamenting the fact that nobody had taken a good quality picture of, uh, of Jerry's draft board. And I replied, I said, listen, I tried, but this was the best. Like, I, I didn't think for a second anybody was going to be able to do anything with it. Because when I looked at it, I was like, I can't do anything off of that. But it, it, had been, it had been two weeks or whatever, a week and a half, yeah. whatever it had been since that moment. And, I mean, I had taken that picture. I had, tw- I had texted it out to our, uh, to our group within just the WFA Sports Department. Like, yeah, this is about all we've got. So I don't know if we can, you know, I don't know how actionable it is. And... Credit to the super sleuths on Twitter, and, and uh, Machota said Ken Garrison's got some sort of, I'm not sure if it's a uh, yeah. computer program or whatever, he just said he's a magician, and uh, they were able to refine it a little further, and son of the gun, if they didn't, I mean, as you start comparing the list that they came up with with what the picture looks like, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah I can see how the, I can see the logic there, so no, I guess we don't know think, for certain uh, that those are the names, but it seems pretty plausible. Yeah. I think so. I think you all presented it the right way, and now I think you and Machota should should present yourselves as like the Woodward and Bernstein of, of uh, local <laughs> Dallas media, just uncovering all sorts of things like that. Did you get any, uh, Mike, did, it, did anybody from Cowboys Media say, thanks a lot, Mike? Did you get any, any uh, feedback? Do you think they've taken it? In uh, in good fun, or were they frustrated that y'all were so enterprising, or have you not really heard from them? To be honest with you, I haven't heard from them. But part of that, I mean, I was I was in Phoenix covering the Mavs, um, so I was. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, uh, the lion's share of the credit here has got to go to Machota and Ken Garrison with the Athletic. They're the ones who really did yeah. the, the enterprising, if you will, and kind of took the. I just I just took the picture and posted it on Twitter, and then they kind of took it and ran with it. Um, well, so it, a lot of the credit goes to them, but um, but no, I mean, I, I I think they understand that it's all in good fun, and I also think they understand that I mean, at this point, what difference does it make? The draft is already done; that paperwork has already you know served its purpose. I mean, even by the time he had shown it, most of the names on that list had already been selected. So it's not like it's doing any any damage of any consequence to the Cowboys. So I, I don't imagine that they're no too worried about it okay not, not I, but uh you're nice to share but you were the one who took the photo so you got to take credit now you have been in phoenix uh i remember the 2006 i was there when uh steve nash is the, the, you know on the on when the mavs were on their way to the finals that year and they you know that place in some way especially lately has been a house of horrors for the mavs last night the thing was still close after three and then chris paul just goes insane after those two games and you having been there do you have a a sense of the do you did you see enough from the Mavs at least during those good moments to think you know what I I think this is not over I think they could climb back in or are you leaning toward 
this feels pretty much over to me. Uh, what was what, what's your kind of takeaway now that you've seen these first two games? I mean, being totally frank, I didn't expect the Mavs to win this series coming into it. I sure as heck don't now. I mean, they're not they're not beating this team four out of five times. Do I think they can win a game or two? Maybe. Yeah, I think that's still plausible. I think. I mean. If they're going to win a game, it needs to be game three. If they're in an 0-3 hole, that's going to be yeah. just psychologically really hard to, to overcome against a team that has been so dominant. But I can't imagine, of course, I said this after game one. I, after game one, I was like, all right, well, if the, if the Suns are going to shoot 63% all night long, then sure, the Mavs aren't going to win. But they're not going to do that all series, right? And then they come out and shoot 64% in game two. So I... Listen, if they're going to shoot that well, then yeah, Dallas doesn't have a chance. And part of that obviously does fall on the Mavs defense. Um, But again, I would imagine coming to Dallas on the road against what is still a Mavs team that was quite good defensively this year, despite what we've seen in these two games. I can't imagine that they're going to shoot 60 plus percent again, like they did the first three quarters in game one and like they did all night long in game two. That can't possibly happen again, right? So you'd think that the combination of that plus Luka Doncic, they're going to be able to steal a game, maybe two in this series, and at least make it look a little more respectable. They have have struggled mightily so far. Did did you sense in that crowd that the Bullock comments, hey, our fans are a lot louder, this, this is not that tough of a place to play or, or, you know, just kind of paraphrasing his comments. I noticed they they actually, I don't think they had the audio of it or the video. They just put the, no. the caption up uh, yeah, of, they just of what Bullock said. Saying that, yeah. The tweet, yeah. Yeah, did, did, uh, did, did the fans have an extra edge? Because of that, or were they going to be, I mean, obviously it's a playoff game and there's a lot of excitement in the building, but did that send it to a little different level, at least sort of early in the contest? You know, I don't know, only because when they showed that image, it was like 25 minutes before tip and there weren't that many people in the building yet. So it didn't seem like there were that many people who saw it or knew about it. It it wasn't. They kind of tried, but the timing of the you know the execution just wasn't there for the Sunday night media team. If you're going to show that, show that like three minutes into the first quarter at the first timeout or something like that, and really whip them into a frenzy as Jason Kidd talking to his team. Like that, that would have been the better way to apply that. It just didn't transpire that way, so it didn't seem any yeah. louder, any more boisterous than it was for Game One. But I mean, Utah is no. very well known for being loud and boisterous, and sometimes obnoxious with their uh, with their fans. And coming out of that, I don't think anything was going to surprise the Mavs or, or get them off their game. I think what got them off their game is just that the Phoenix Suns are the best team in basketball. I think that's. Uh... I think that's accurate. By the way, if you go back there, check the baseline. That's where Freddie Couples usually sits with his family. And uh, oh, you've got your family. I, I hear someone making trying to trying to get on the radio there. So yeah, um, she really well, is. Mike, she's, she's, you're you're doing tequila. I'm over here making uh, warmed up breast milk. So that is, your your Cinco de Mayo is much <laughs> different than mine. 
That's right. It's hard to really have the margaritas flowing when you're doing that. But uh, mine's 14 now. I have been there, but uh, but it is a uh, it's a wonderful time. It can be a stressful time, especially when your husband. Uh, and, of course, I was like that, too, is always having to leave town with, with a uh, baby at the house. But uh, but you're, you're doing what you need to yeah, do I'm right now. Right. Mike, yeah. it's – yeah, yeah. By the way, I think they were excited to hear from Leslie because uh, as you came on, like a huge crowd showed up on the patio out here at, uh, at Los Cucos in Waco, Texas. So you, you brought them in, I'll Mike. Congratulations. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, hey, it was fun, and uh, we will be in contact with you. Just keep keep working on those projects. Anxious to see what you do next. Good stuff, man. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Mike Leslie from WFAA Channel 8 in Dallas, Texas, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And um, we're going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to, here in a moment, um, we're going to be right